I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is another hour of the Pro Football Blitz, and wow, wow, wow. Cincinnati and Kansas City is where we start. 20 to 20, final possession of the game. Bengals forced to punt it back to Kansas City with 40 seconds left. A huge return of 29 yards by Sky Moore gives the Chiefs a chance. With only one timeout, ball at their own 47. So Patrick Mahomes, after finding Isaiah, it was Isaiah Pacheco around the left end, it was a lateral backwards, that picks up six yards. Chiefs have to burn their last timeout. Mahomes then throws incomplete on second and four. But third and four, Mahomes with the balky ankle, scrambles. He gets the first down nine yards and then gets decked out of bounds by Joseph Asai of Cincinnati. 15-yard penalty, and Mike Pritchard, the Chiefs are lining up for a field goal <laughs> with eight seconds to go in the game, and the ball is at the about the 27-yard line. So mm. this is this is going to be about a 45-yard kick to send Kansas City to the Super Bowl. Yeah, eight wow. seconds on the clock. Um, Cincinnati has one timeout. I think they'll probably try to ice uh, the kicker situation here. Maybe not. Maybe they kind of keep the timeout. For offense, because there could be some time Eight seconds left. Uh, yeah. on the clock after this field goal attempt. Here we go. Harrison Butker from 45. It is good. Huh. He got it. Wow. With three seconds yeah. left. And a timeout. <laughs> and the Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs, <laughs> would you, barring a miracle, would you are going to, to the ice? Super Bowl. Would you try to ice them, or would you save the timeout with three seconds left? There's not really a point either way. Harrison yeah, Butker yeah. is as good as it gets. Okay. Yeah. But we have to go back to yep. the play by Joseph Asai. And Mike, And the fact that Patrick Mahomes on that ankle, mm -hmm. how was he able to, to get away and pick up not only the first down, but also draw a 15-yard penalty? Well, first of all, Asai, you're not supposed to do that, right? I mean, it, it comes down to a handful of plays. Who's going to make the mistake, uh, the critical one, uh, or who's going to make the play? I mean, Patrick Mahomes scrambling on that ankle – I've been saying this all game long. I, I, I thought he might have taken something for the pain, but if he blocked out the pain that much to run like that and as fast as he did on that play uh, and then get shoved out of bounds on top of that, I mean, that, that's, that's fortitude. That, that really is a guy mind over matter in terms of pain and blocking that out and just being there for your team. I mean, that, that speaks volumes about yeah. the MVP level that this guy played at um, and has played at all year long. Uh, and then the will to win. I mean, there is such a will to win. It, it's in combination, though, too. The two plays that you can focus on, it talked about matchups that we talked about 
uh, prior to this game is Chris Jones on defense against that right tackle. And that situation created itself and was in this game. And Chris Jones delivered with a sack. Okay, you get the ball back. And then Patrick Mahomes uh, on a gimpy ankle was able to make a play when nobody expected yep. him to make that type of play. Uh, Kansas City will squib it, so they force Cincinnati to pick the ball up, and this will be the game. Now, this could be interesting from total implications if you get a pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo sort of <laughs> thing. Uh, but, uh, ball's still alive, and are they? He's ruling them down. I think they are ruling him down. Now, that could have been something. <laughs> that would have sent, sent the game over yeah. the total. But it is over. Kansas City wins, covers all numbers, total stays under, and it is Kansas City and Philadelphia about that? who will meet in Glendale, Arizona two Sundays from now. Yeah. What a game. This game should have went to overtime. It should have, really, to be honest with you. But an incredible, incredible game. Uh, as both coaches just said, forget running the football. Let these two quarterbacks go at it. I mean, I think uh, as betters, as fans, I mean, that's kind of what we wanted to see. We wanted to see the drama of it all. Uh, but for Patrick Mahomes to do what he just did, and when nobody, again, nobody expected him to be able to move like that. He could move like that. Uh, to block that out and to the scramble for a first down uh, and then to draw the penalty too. Uh, that's where this game has that ebb and flow and makes things so difficult at uh, times uh, trying to bet these games. But this is incredible. With a one possession game, that's something that I, I feel pretty good about in terms of handicapping it. Uh, unfortunately, for the teaser, uh, it got... right destroyed railroaded <laughs> very very early yeah but the our handicap on this yeah. it did come to fruition this would be a a really close to the vest within one score game mm -hmm. the biggest storyline coming out of the game though it's a patrick mahomes playing on a severely oh. injured high ankle sprain to his right ankle goes out and completes 29 of 43 passes mm -hmm. for 326 yards and two touchdowns and makes what one of the greatest five yard runs in nfl history yeah Basically on one leg, able to pick up a first down, put his team into field goal range, and this this has to it's only elevates the Mahomes legacy even further. That mm -hmm. this I mean like this was his you, know, you think about the you know the, the Brett Favre games of the '90s playing injured. Right. You think about some of the Tom Brady games in the postseason as as underdogs for the Patriots. I mean this was a game that that if 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 you see Kansas City if they're able to actually win the Super Bowl. And you point to this game that it will cement Mahomes to me is I mean he's probably already a Hall of Famer. Oh, it would, no, it would yeah. it, some, this is a type yeah. of night that cements his status as one of the all-time greats. Well, it, it does. I mean, it it also builds the rivalry between him and and Joe Burrow now a little bit more, um, as we saw that develop with Peyton and, and certainly Tom Brady. Uh, but you got to factor in Josh Allen too at times. Who knows what Buffalo is going to be able to do? Uh, Cincinnati will be back though. Um, but when you're one-dimensional, you're leaning on your quarterbacks like that. Uh, and I know a lot of people had the opinion that Cincinnati had a better passing unit. That offensive line, though, and a key, yep. a key playmaker on a defensive line can wreck it. Uh, and if you have that, if you can identify that as a better, I mean, I think that can help your bankroll for sure. When you have a player like Chris Jones and Aaron Donald, um, you know, just key people like that that can just wreck a line of scrimmage, especially when the offensive line is compromised at times. To me, that was a matchup that, that was going to neutralize a lot. Mm -hmm. But we did get the shootout um, in terms of the ball being in a quarterback's hands. Uh, and you're 1,000% correct. I mean, cementing Patrick Mahomes as one of the greatest players of all time, I mean, absolutely he's doing that uh, as he's um, creating this Hall of Fame career. Just an unbelievable game for Mahomes. That, yeah. that is storyline number 1A for Kansas City. Right. But 1B has to, has to center around a defense that was pretty pedestrian statistically. On an EPA per play basis, we're 16th against the run, 16th against the pass. Kansas, Kansas City? City, the second worst red zone defense in the league this year. <laughs> and yet they were able to contain yeah. Joe Burrow and get consistent pressure on Cincinnati, mm -hmm. limit the Bengals to under five yards of play, only 18 first downs on 10 drives. And when it mattered the most, think about the final two series of the game, force an interception on Joe Burrow and force a punt when the Bengals could have ended the game with a field goal drive of their own. And you, you, for as much as Kansas City is led by its offense and they're an offensive team, mm -hmm. Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator, was able to scheme his guys up just enough, and they were able to get by with enough personnel uh, that, that has to make you believe, like, they, you know, regardless of who they play going forward, now it'll be Philadelphia, but it's a defense that the numbers aren't going to stand out, but they are savvy enough to make plays when it really counts. Well, and they have the key playmakers, though, at the key positions, too. I mean, Cook uh, Bob, uh, knocking the ball up. 
to get picked off right there uh, as he was challenged by T. Higgins. I believe it was, I believe it was T. Yep. Higgins. T. Higgins was the intended um, But Burrow yeah. taking a shot on third and three, too, though. I mean, you go back to that decision by him. I mean, could he have went underneath and got the first down? Okay, keep the drive alive and keep the yep. ball away from Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, or do you get greedy and go for it? Uh, Burrow went for it, you know, and you're right. Kansas City in that secondary made the play. Uh, and then on the other side, Burrow with the ball, the intentional grounding put them in a horrible down and distance situation with the clock running and all that too, as you're trying to generate your your two minute offense. Uh, and then Chris Jones, I mean, it's just the slightest move, moving him from a mm -hmm. defensive tackle situation to a DN situation. Okay, get after the quarterback. We know they're throwing it. We know this is what is coming uh, in terms of a blocking scheme. You're isolated on that right tackle who is a backup on skates. Uh, and that matchup, that Spags created uh, certainly paid dividends because Chris Jones got the big play. Chris Jones was you you called him a yeah. game wrecker. Uh, you've used a lot of you've used a lot of very colorful vocabulary <laughs> that is very apt and warranted yeah. for a guy like Chris Jones. Yeah. Kansas City gets the win again. For some of the second half numbers we were following, that second half total is either a push or an under. It was either mm -hmm. 24, 24 and a half. Game lands 24 for the second half. Bengals do cover the second half, so it, it was a good call based on how we felt the game would come down to be really, really tight. Right. You got in Cincinnati, some big bloated numbers in-game. Bengals were as high as plus 10.5 in-game. We're plus 6.5 for the game at halftime. Uh, Bengals minus a half in the second half. That covers as well. But it is the Chiefs who are moving on. Yeah. Cover is two-point uh, favorites here, and, uh, and we'll get a line here uh, in just a second. Yeah. The thing about the conference championships games, though, and certainly v at the network, we had it all week in terms of home faves, 72%. And you're a money line parlay guy. Uh, what a money line parlay uh, on those two home fave situations with Philly and Kansas City. What would that have been? A, a what would that? I have can been? go on my handy dandy Veasan parlay calculator <laughs> to yes, let you know. It. It I mean, it would have been a nice, uh, nice plus money hit since you yeah. had consensus about a dollar sixty favorite on uh, Kansas City minus mm -hmm. one, th one. Or sorry, minus one sixty on Philadelphia. Yep. Kansas City was about minus one thirty. Even you know, even though those games were in a similar uh, spread ranges, so. If I were to uh, do my handy-dandy calculator and pull that up, if you were to have parlayed both of the favorites, it would have been about plus 183. Okay, plus 183. So Nice little payout. Yeah, because of, I mean, I think it's 72% home faves, yeah. number but, one seeds in it, Super Bowl. At the same time, I, every game yeah. I, you have to look at individually. Uh -huh. You and I both like you San do. Francisco, so right. I would not have done that. I yeah. thought San Francisco was winning the game. Again, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, later on. We <laughs> still have about, uh, about an hour and 45 minutes left on our show. What if you knew somebody um, that did do that? I mean, I would say, hey, good job. <laughs> right. C congrats. You got a, you cashed a nice ticket. Uh, we have a line out now for the Super Bowl, and that's the next step. Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to bring on guests in the next couple of blocks, Ted Nguyen from The Athletic, as well as Tyler Dragon, who covers the NFL for the USA Today. But a line is out, Mike Pritchard. Oh, let's go. At DraftKings, it opens Chiefs minus one. Okay. Quickly flips to Eagles minus <laughs> one, while as the, for the rest of the market – uh, William Hill Caesars has post, has posted a line opening Pickham. Most books in the market I'm seeing open Pickham and either 49 and a half or 50. So expect this to be a very, very tightly lined game. Meanwhile, behind us at Circa, they have opened the game Chiefs minus one and a half. So the highest book of anybody to open on the Chiefs is at Circa. Meanwhile, mostly Pickham. We have plenty of time to break down the Super Bowl oh, matchup. Yeah. We will start. Uh, with Ted Nguyen from the NFL and The Athletic. We'll speak to Ted when we return here on the Pro Football Blitz. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coming up tomorrow night in exactly 23 hours, VSIN has an exclusive first look at the first wave of Super Bowl player props from DraftKings. It'll be Johnny Avello, the director of DraftKings Sportsbook. He'll join our guys, Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. That's 9 15 p.m. Eastern Time on Live Bet Tonight on Monday night, tomorrow night, to reveal the new player props right as they hit the market. So join Femi, Wes, and Johnny tomorrow night on Live Bet Tonight and get a live head start on all the great Super Bowl prop options. It's been a whirlwind first couple <laughs> hours for us on the show, the Pro Football Blitz, back with Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver. I'm Ben Wilson. Lines are now out. And behind us here at the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas, the only book to, to open Kansas City minus one and a half against Philadelphia. Most other shops were either at Pick'em, or Kansas City minus one. DraftKings open Chiefs minus one. Quickly flip to Eagles mm. minus one. So let the juxtaposition begin. Yes. <laughs> and do help us break down, a, look, A, the initial reactions to just a crazy AFC championship mm-hmm. game. We'll obviously get into our thoughts here on the, the orig- you know, early thoughts on the Super Bowl matchup. But Ted Wen, the uh, NFL uh, writer for The Athletic, who joins us right now. Give him a follow at FB underscore film analysis. Uh, and Ted, with it being so fresh <laughs> with Kansas City uh, beating Cincinnati by three, given... All the issues going in for the Chiefs with a banged-up Patrick Mahomes and a defense that was was really susceptible to giving up big plays this season and, and with the uh, offensive explosiveness of Cincinnati. How did Kansas City find a way in your eyes? Man, it's just Patrick Mahomes just keeps finding ways to, to make plays in opportune moments. And, you know, it didn't look like he was able to run at all. And it just looked like on that final uh, run that got them into field goal position after the penalty or, or before the uh, personal foul penalty, I, I think, uh, he just gave it his all as, you know, finally just like uh, uh, let it loose. Like he did in that game and in, in the game's biggest moment. And, um, you know, he, he, usually when a guy has an injury like that, you, you think he would be a little more cautious and try to just get rid of the ball in less than three seconds. But throughout the game, he held onto the ball. He trusted his ability to maneuver and manipulate the pocket. And he just kept on and making plays. And it is pretty incredible. And uh, this defensive line uh, should get a ton of credit too, for being able to uh, pressure Burrow the way that the bills couldn't obviously uh, Burrow still made the plays, but pressure uh, was able to get to him in, in opportune uh, times and you know, stacked five times. You know, Ted, I was going to focus in on that too. And um, you know, I, I think as we saw this game, we got the shootout that we wanted in terms of the quarterbacks having the ball in their hands, right. And okay, go out and win it is both teams kind of abandoned the running game. Uh, but I guess to me coming into it, that was the matchup. Like, uh, could Cincinnati contain uh, Chris Jones, right? Or, or could they have an answer for that situation? We saw uh, Spags with a matchup uh, move right there, putting uh, Jones on the outside right tackle uh, to make that big play. I mean, a lot of times, at least in my opinion, I don't know if you share it that way, uh, these games come down to those key matchups. Yeah, the NFL is all about matchups and um, how to create mismatches and Obviously, you know, when you move a guy like Chris Jones around, um, he, he's obviously, you know, there's not a lot of deep tackles that are versatile enough to go out from the edge and able to beat tackles so bad and uh, kind of just get through that line instead of arcing too wide. Uh, but Jones is able to. And, uh, you know, they had an injury at right tackle uh, coming into the game and coming into the playoffs. And Jones was a big mismatch there. And uh, just being able to put him there at, whenever you want and um, having the Bengals not be able to set their protection 
uh, rider and get a chip on him because they don't know where he's at is uh, obviously a huge uh, trait that Jones has. And that's obviously the yeah. one thing. You look at Cincinnati, and, and that will be the, the thing that really ended up holding them back with the three offensive linemen out injured. As we now flip forward and, and look, Ted, at the matchup for this Philadelphia-Kansas City matchup, if we, if we stay on the offensive line, look, Kansas City had a lot of success against the banged-up nature of Cincy's starting five. But you now go up against this Philadelphia O-line that graded out as the best in, in most metrics throughout the course of the regular season. Three Pro Bowl starters on that line. If we start there with the matchup, how do you see the Philly O-line and the KC defensive line? Where do you see the edge in that matchup? I, I think Philly's going to be able to uh, run the ball pretty well and pass protect well against this Chiefs um, defensive line. I mean, we just saw them handle the, the Niners uh, just keeping the front, and they are the best in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I know the Niners had their quarterback injuries, and that was a big factor too. But uh, at the same time, the, the Eagles ran the ball on, on a Niners at will. They 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 saw that. Um, it's, I think I, I give a lot of credit to the Eagles coaching staff. They figured out that weak side runs were working. They just kept on going to it over and over again. They just kept on gashing my weak side runs. The Niners tried to adjust. They were a step ahead. They started using Jalen Hurts more in, in in the running game later in the game. Um, so, you know, I just don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to um, really hold up against this physical, physical uh, Eagles offensive line. You know, I, I, I noticed that too, Ted. I was curious on, on your thoughts on, you know, if they cover up the center uh, on Philly, could that negate an extra blocker to those weak side runs? Or, or is the, do the Eagles just create uh, the numbers advantage uh, with formations a lot of those times? I think a lot of times they, they create a numbers advantage with uh, formations. And also, you know, when you have a guy that can run at quarterback, that creates a, a number advantage just because you can option guys. Mm -hmm. um, and they have so many tags and different, you know, wider perimeter schemes they have to add on to their option schemes. Uh, that's so difficult. And, you know, I think when you cover the center, that does hurt the Eagles run game because they like to pull Jason Kelsey so much. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, if Jason Kelsey is able to handle that, that middle of the uh, offensive line, that nose tackle, um, then all of a sudden, you know, they have a bunch of different runs available to them as well. But yeah, I agree. You know, as um, as a defender, uh, as a defense, you want to stop Jason Kelsey from pulling because he's so effective at, at pulling the perimeter. Dan Ted Wen joining us right now on the Pro Football Blitz. Opening lines are out for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57, two weeks now from tonight. State Farm Stadium in Glendale. We know the matchup, Chiefs and Eagles at this point. A lot of the books opening, pick them. We'll go into some of the early line movement because there's already been a ton. It's up. Uh, it's flipped from Chiefs minus one and a half at Circa behind us to Eagles minus two. A couple books offshore have gone to minus one and a half or minus two on Philadelphia. What do you make, Ted, of that uh, opening line number and, and, the and the initial move there? Yeah, I, I think I would go – I would favor the Eagles in this game. I just think they are a, a much more complete team. Um, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes played in this game. Obviously, he was um, – I mean, you, you could tell his movement just wasn't where it needed to be, and I, I don't know how much he'll heal in two weeks. I think he will be better, but I don't think he's going to be the 100% Patrick Mahomes that uh, the Chiefs are going to need for him to move the ball against this Eagles defense that are just – um, so good against uh, so good rushing the passer, and you know the one weakness that this Eagles defense has is the um, is per on perimeter runs. But the Chiefs aren't that great on a the run; they don't like sticking with the run. So I just feel like the matchups and the the scheme uh, matchup matchups kind of favor the Eagles in this one. So I, I, I think Eagles minus two uh, does feel right. Maybe that goes up a little bit to two and a half, but um, uh, I, I think Eagles being favored makes sense to me. You know, Ted, a quick question in terms of if uh, Kansas City is able to kind of neutralize the running game a little bit or, or give the Eagles something else to think about. Jalen Hurts throwing the football. Uh, what is his strengths and weaknesses uh, that you can identify for us? Yeah, actually, Jalen Hurts, when you look at him in uh, pure pass situations like third and long, um, he, he, you know, I think he falls his EPA per play kind of falls down to uh, somewhere around a 12 to 17th range, I believe. So he's not as effective as a passer when uh, the defense knows it's coming and, and they could drop back uh, deep and make him go through his, his reach with the pocket. Uh, but I think he's best when they get one-on-ones at outside. So he throws a beautiful deep ball. And you, you saw a few of them against the Niners. He, he missed one 
uh, to A.J. Brown that could have been a touchdown, but he, he doesn't typically miss those. Uh, so just the, the ability to throw outside uh, with touch, uh, he's really good at throwing crossers, and I think his timing on uh, comeback routes and, and those type of routes on outside is, is excellent as well. And you think, too, about and where, you know, where, where injury concerns are going to be at. It's pretty nice that these two teams, they each get a couple weeks off, which, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're Philadelphia, Hurts admitted, and you said, had on, you know, look at the broadcast today, and he said he's still less than 100%. Obviously, we've watched Mahomes just gimp around for the last three hours and, and find a way to win. Is there a team you, you feel gets more of a benefit from the, from the two-week stretch now that we have off uh, if you're comparing Chiefs versus Eagles with all the injury issues? Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs definitely benefit most. So they had some receivers injuries in, in, in this game, and uh, Need went down. He's a key defender for them as well. So I, I think having some time off will definitely benefit them, and especially you know with, with Patrick Mahomes. We saw how much he was able to heal in a week. I still don't know if high ankle sprain can get to 100% in two weeks, but uh, it's going to make a huge difference for his mobility coming into. Uh, the Super Bowl, and obviously that's he, he's going to be the most important factor in that game. Can't wait for two weeks you know, every single day. <laughs> oh, what are we getting out of home? We, we know that is going to be the main narrative. Uh, Ted, thank you so much, A, for being flexible. I know we were supposed to have you on a little earlier, but with the, with the game going late, thanks for uh, for pushing back a few minutes and joining us, NFL staff writer for The Athletic. Give him a follow at FB underscore film analysis. Ted, a pleasure. I'm sure you will be enjoying the next two-week buildup, just like we all will here at VEASAN. Yeah, we're going to watch Patrick Mahomes uh, practice footage for next two weeks. There we go. True, yeah, true pro right there, Ted Ted Wed. All all over it. Uh, So thanks to Ted for joining us. We still have a lot more to get to as we now have the the Super Bowl line. I do have a bet in my account already, Mike Pritchard. It's a small one, but there is a bet already in my account. We'll get to that in a little bit. Up next, Tyler Dragon, NFL reporter for the USA Today. We'll go a little deeper, too, into uh, his thoughts from the first game today with Niners and Eagles. What does he make of the early matchup? Chiefs and Eagles, Super Bowl 57. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is vsin.com slash subscribe. The big game, you know, Mike Pritchard, is the Super Bowl mm-hmm. that they are talking about yep. in that in that ad copy, which yes. we now know the matchup. Yes, we do. Uh, for as we continue on, A, just the, the quick uh, reaction to the game we watched, the AFC Championship game. Chiefs beat the Bengals 23-20, setting up this Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl matchup. And, uh, wow, the lines are continuing to move fast and furious right now. Opening pick them. A lot of books have already gone to Eagles minus one and a half, some as high as Eagles minus two and a half. So early money coming toward the Philadelphia Eagles. And this just this begins, Pritch, our two weeks straight of endless <laughs> endless chatter. I think we should learn, though, matchup. from the fact that the, uh, the uh, AFC Championship game, uh, with the volatile nature of that with uh, Patrick Mahomes and his ankle, how that really kind of factored into some people betting that game early. Uh, be careful, you know, but that's betting, a, that's a great <laughs> be careful tip. with betting right now. You know, just everybody up. was on Cincinnati oh, yeah. this time last week. Right. And eventually yeah, better news came. Yep. Now, cer- certainly different circumstances, mm-hmm. but that's how it all uh, worked out, at least originally with the market. With, uh, with that being said, let's welcome in Tyler Dragon, who's an NFL and track and field reporter for the USA Today. Give him a follow at the Tyler Dragon. We watched two incredible games. Tyler, let's start with a Super Bowl matchup. We'll work our way back to the games we watched earlier today. When you see Kansas City and Philadelphia matched up now in a Super Bowl, your original reaction, what what edge uh, do you give to if you're comparing the two teams? Well, first of all, Kansas City needs these uh, two weeks off because they were uh, beat up uh, uh, tonight in the game. They're really thin at uh, receiver right now. So they need to rest up, especially with Patrick Mahomes and that uh, injured right ankle as well but overall i do think philadelphia was the best and most consistent team in the nfl all season so they are very deserving of the super bowl and the chiefs i mean it's really them and the Bengals the most consistent teams in the afc but i think the difference between those uh two franchises is patrick mahomes 
I know Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but Patrick Mahomes is still a notch better than every single quarterback in the league. And he was playing on a bothered ankle. Uh, they were decimated at wide receiver and he still willed his team to win. Yes. The officials, there were a lot of calls that maybe favored uh, the Bengals and uh, I mean, favored the chiefs in that game. But when I look at the entire game in its totality, it was the chiefs. They had a little bit better on the defensive side of football, especially with Chris Jones. And then when I'm talking about the um, Eagles overall, I think, they're just top to bottom, really, really deep. And these two teams, they're deep across the board, and that's why they're going to be playing in Glendale, Arizona. You know, Tyler, we know uh, Patrick Mahomes is fantastic. I, I want a little bit more information on your thoughts on uh, Jalen Hurts uh, and his journey because uh, here's a guy that we all saw get benched in a national championship game uh, for Tua, uh, and they go on and win a national championship. He transfers and uh, gets the job done at OU, but now he's on the biggest stage of them all uh, in the Super Bowl and starting in the Super Bowl. I mean, the resiliency of this guy is is off the charts, but you know, I know he's banged up a little bit. What what do you make of Jalen Hurts and his journey and his matchup against Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, you know, his journey is really inspiring because even I, we get the transfers and him being uh, benched uh, in front of uh, Tua, at Alabama and him having to transfer to Oklahoma. But just from his college days until now, he's improved tremendously as a passer and as a pocket quarterback. Yes, we know what he can do with his legs running, but his dramatic improvement, just throwing the ball with precision, throwing the ball with accuracy, it's like night and day compared to college. So you really have to give, him and the Eagles coaching staff just credit for how they've been able to mold Jalen Hurts into the quarterback he is today. I mean, coming out at that second round pick from the Eagles, nobody would have thought Jalen Hurts would be an MVP candidate at this point in his career, let alone at any point in his career. But he is because of that hard work he's put in and his development as an overall quarterback and not just a runner. And the thing, too, Tyler, to try and figure out as we, we kind of base the media narrative coming out of the championship games into the Super Bowl, was Philadelphia, was that game just an absolute beatdowning of San Francisco? Or was so much of that devolved because of the injury at quarterback for the 49ers early? If, if you, let's just say Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, stays in the whole game, how do you believe that the end result plays out if, if we're assuming Purdy played a full 60 minutes and, and you get that, that the matchup we were all expecting to happen with Philadelphia and San Francisco? Yeah, it would have been a much closer game if Brock Purdy was in. The game really spiraled out of control when he suffered that uh, elbow injury. And really, the 49ers couldn't find any way to throw the ball. Yes, he came back in, but he obviously was affected by the injury. So I really do think if he was healthy and able to play and able to throw the ball, if he were throw the ball, the 49ers would have made that a much closer game. But you could just tell as soon as he was injured and then Josh Johnson came in, he was just ineffective before he uh, went out um, with an injury. It, it just, you know, the 49ers offense just looked lethargic and lifeless, and they were only just one-dimensional. They could only run the football, and the Eagles knew what they were doing, uh, no matter what type of reverses they tried to do were outside zone runs, sweeps, ISO. It didn't matter who was getting the football, whether it was Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel, because they were just one-dimensional, and the Eagles just stacked the box and stopped it. So you really felt kind of bad for the 49ers because they were on their fourth quarterback in Josh Johnson and Brock Purdy, but, you know, injuries are a part of the game, and uh, it's just an unfortunate situation that the 49ers had to end their season that way. Yeah, and the next two weeks, uh, Tyler, is going to be filled with storylines and information, you know, and uh, what information can we use as betters? You know, for me, I, I think it starts and stops right here. Uh, the Eagles uh, have the n number one pass defense and the best pass rush in the league, and that's the strength uh, against the strength of Patrick Mahomes and the passing attack from Kansas City. To me, that's where it begins and ends from a handicapping standpoint for this game. What about you? Uh, what key matchups are you looking for, or are you going to dissect uh, the next two weeks for, for the Super Bowl matchup? 
Well, yeah, uh, you, you make very valid points. The Chiefs do have the best passing attack and most consistent passing attack in the NFL. However, those injuries are taking a toll on Patrick Mahomes and, you know, their aerial attack. So how is, you know, Hardman going to be able to come back? Is Juju Smith-Schuster going to be able to come back healthy? So I want to see how those players are able to bounce back from injury and then that Eagles defensive line, as you said, they have the most sacks since the 85 Bears counting the playoffs, so they know how to get after the quarterback. So how healthy is Patrick Mahomes' ankle going to be? Is that Can that offensive line hold up against that fierce passing attack? And then can those receivers separate from coverage? If they can, then the Chiefs are going to be Super Bowl champions. If they can't, I see the Eagles running down the Chiefs' throats and getting after Patrick Mahomes, and they'll be Super Bowl champions. But, yeah, the battle in the trenches on both sides of the ball, that is going to win or lose the Super Bowl coming up. Again, Tyler Dragon, NFL and track and field reporter for the USA Today, joining us right now on the Pro Football Blitz. That's a matchup I'm looking at specifically, Tyler, but I'm, I'm looking at the different angle on the run game for Kansas City. They didn't even try to run the ball today and were bad when they tried to do it. 20 carries for 42 yards. Well, you can beat the Eagles running the ball. They were a bottom 10 rush defense and as we've just discussed, the elite pass defense best in the league. How much would you expect Andy Reid to try to lean into the run game considering there is a weakness there for Philadelphia, but it's not one that the Chiefs normally would try to expose? So those short screen passes or short passes to the outside to Isaiah Pacheco, they, those were almost runs. Yes, they're not runs on the stat sheet, but those were pretty much, you know, kind of like carries. And he had what five, um, you know, catches of 59 yards, including a huge one in the second half. I do expect Andy Reid to call more runs considering that Philly defense is susceptible to the runs. And Isaiah Pacheco, when he gets his opportunity, he's shown that he can run in between the tackles and he's a tough ball carrier uh, to bring down, but it's, up to the Chiefs that they're going to be committed to the run. And I think they should be if Mahomes is not going to be 100%. And I still don't think he is going to be 100% by the Super Bowl, but he'll, he'll be closer uh, to 100% uh, when they kick off. He is Tyler Dragon. You can give him a follow at the Tyler Dragon. Tyler, we appreciate you joining us uh, late here on a Sunday night talking all things Super Bowl 57. Now that we have the matchup uh, set in stone, so I'm sure you will enjoy it. Uh, and you'll be a busy man over the next couple weeks. So appreciate the insight and uh, enjoy this stretch here coming up. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Have a great night. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We have uh, one more segment to go this hour, Mike Pritchard. Mm -hmm. The line is out. I do have a bet in my account. Okay. We'll just get our, our quick thoughts going on the Super Bowl matchup. As we wrap up the show, because we still have over an hour to go, we'll, we'll talk final thoughts on the Bengals, 49ers seasons, and what matchups are we keying in on right off the page that, that jump out to us. So still a lot to break down. Super Bowl line is out. How are we going to attack it? We'll discuss next right here on the Pro Football Blitz. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions. Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. Back here on the Pro Football Blitz with our producer, Dan Miller, behind the glass, doing a great job. Shout out to uh, Dakota Martin, our technical director, Pritch. He cashed a little, little in-game ticket. Very nice. Bengals yeah. plus mm-hmm. uh, six and a half. That gets there, even though the Chiefs win the game by three. You and I had a great middle, if only San Francisco hadn't <laughs> botched it for us. As we, yeah. bo- we played both, uh, you, I know you teased the Chiefs up when they were a dog. Mm-hmm. That was a really, really good call, buying, yeah. buying at the lowest point in the market on Kansas City. Uh, and I, I did the same thing with both Chiefs and Bengals with San Francisco. We'll talk about everything Niners because there is some, uh, some reports coming out about the severity of Brock Purdy's injury. How long-term of an injury could that be for San Francisco? We'll talk about that next hour. Plus our final thoughts on as we kind of do our postmortems here. It, mm-hmm. That's been a tradition now in the Pro Football Blitz. Uh, final postmortem, postmortem uh, autopsy, so to speak, of the two teams that were eliminated this weekend, the Bengals and the 49ers. As far as the Super Bowl line, it has now been out for about a half hour. Pretty pretty one-way traffic movement, at least so far. Opening pick them. Some books were as high as Chiefs minus one and a half. I, uh, I look at my screen now. It is pretty much painted. Eagles minus two or two and a half right now. When you, you look at the side here, just to start, what was your original reaction seeing that number come out right around a pick? Uh, not shocking. Um, yeah. Not surprising at all. I, probably going to be a tight line. You know, um, quarterbacks mean so much to a number, but yet we saw the return in the running game. We've seen the return of physical football. We, we, we see in the return of how great offensive lines can help you get to a Super Bowl, right? And uh, that's going to play out this way. You know, Kansas City made some changes along the way a couple years ago, too, on their offensive line uh, when they went after some high-priced free agents, and now that's starting to pay off, too, mm-hmm. uh, as they get back yeah. into a Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think the market – who knows about the market, what they're going to do with this. Obviously, you're going to assume that Patrick Mahomes is going to be closer to full strength. Uh, in the matchup, as he's going to have two weeks to get ready, uh, what treatment, whatever treatment he was doing, <laughs> right? Uh, and then, you know, uh, great points in terms of the, the supporting cast for Patrick Mahomes, but I don't know if that really matters. I mean, he found ten different receivers tonight, you know, and uh, Eric Bieniemy and, and certainly Andy Reid are very, very creative. Andy Reid, by the way, goes up against his former team in a Super Bowl. How about Bowl. that for a storyline? Yeah. Kelsey on Kelsey crime now. Well, same side of the ball, but Super Bowl. Call this a Kelsey ball. I mean, all kinds of storylines are going to start to emerge for this football game. But Andy Reid's record in Super Bowls. I wonder if that's going to come back uh, and be talked about. Sirianni has done an incredible job. That coaching staff, I mean, Sirianni might have elevated the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator to head coaching positions this year, if you think about it that way. Um, I, I think Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach somewhere. So that should have happened. Obviously, Spag's been a head coach. He should be a head yeah. coach again, too. So, I mean, I think from the coaching standpoint, I don't know where you divide everything, right? Where do you find edges? Uh, to me, uh, so much information is going to be spilled, and we're going to talk about it here at the network. Yeah. But it's going to focus to what we've seen all year long, uh, and that is the battle in the trenches, uh, who can step up, who can make plays? Chris Jones is a is a wrecker of an offense, uh, and can and uh, Philadelphia is going to have their hands full with that. They're going to have their, they're going to have their hands full with that. Uh, you can cover up a center, and we can get into we can get our deep deep dive if you want uh, oh, we about will. the weak side runs that have been so beneficial uh, that Ted Wynn talked about uh, with the Eagles uh, and it's option football. We got two air raid quarterbacks in this game. Uh, when you think about Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley and from OU and then certainly Patrick from Texas Tech. And so the trying to improvise or, or playmaking ability, I think, from quarterbacks are going to be featured mm-hmm. uh, in this Super Bowl, too, which adds more intrigue. 
my original thought was to look to Philadelphia. And I made a small bet okay. right away. Mm-hmm. Eagles minus one. Played it smaller than a normal NFL bet, like a half unit size play for me. But my initial reaction is to say Philadelphia is the more complete, well-rounded team. And the biggest discrepancy that will benefit the Eagles is the fact that they were an elite number one pass defense. Now facing an extremely one-dimensional offense on the other side for Kansas City. All, the only thing the Chiefs can do is pass the football, Mike. They can't run the ball. When they tried today against Cincinnati, they couldn't get any sort of push with the offensive line. 20 carries for 42 yards. There, there wasn't much in the way of creating separation in the, in the middle of the, if you look at the centers and guard positions to open up running lanes. Philadelphia is, is a run defense that has struggled in those areas. So if you can't open up lanes against Philly that way, you sure as heck aren't beating them passing the ball deep. So now what do you do if you're Kansas City? I don't see where the adjustments will come, even though, granted, Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback you would want to give that task to. But you give, a, you give an edge to Philadelphia to start off the game, and I was happy to lay one right off the bat here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to wait and see a little bit more. I'm not going to be jumped to that conclusion in terms yeah, of – Yeah, this is a small play. Yeah, small. We're not well, going crazy. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, nobody's been able to stop Kansas City. I mean, they were averaging close to 30 points a game. Uh, and they've been seemingly leaning on the pass more than anything. Um, the Eagles are built to stop the pass, period. I mean, from a pass rush standpoint, defensive standpoint, uh, the, the personnel that they have, the rotation that they have with their D-line – yeah, it's incredible. I, you're going to have to formation, and you're going to have to um, get the ball out of his hands quickly. You're going to have to make the Eagles defend the entire field as opposed to condense it. Um, there's a lot of things I, you think from from a passing standpoint um, that Kansas City is they're capable of doing. They're capable of getting to, uh, but they're going to need the supporting cast. Though they're going to need some receivers uh, to be healthy for this one, though. I also wonder about the the drop off that. Philadelphia is going to face on the defensive end where you were able to scheme up all sorts of good outside running plays. Mm-hmm. They were also able to get some, uh, take some shots as well down the field against an elite San Francisco defense that was number one in the league. As good as Kansas City was able to scheme today, like they have, they have a game record and Chris Jones in the middle. Yeah. Outside of that, it's a pretty average personnel group. I, I see Shane Steichen as an offensive coordinator finding ways to exploit that for Philadelphia. I mean, don't you against the um, Chiefs defense? It's definitely a step down in class from the Niners. Yeah, I mean, they're d- definitely a step down in class. I, I think I'm not looking at it that way, though. I'm looking at it um, in terms of, okay, how are you going to prepare for what the Eagles do? And so, for for instance, weak side runs. I mean, uh, whether it's a short side or a single side receiver, that type of thing. Um, a lot of times the Eagles, they create numbers advantages, Right. Uh, whether it's formation or if they pull a lineman uh, to get to the edge. You know, the action of the read option actually helps them too. Like you can have a lead blocker in front of a quarterback a lot of times to the weak side. So Baltimore has done stuff like that. I mean, a lot of teams are getting to that kind of thing. Uh, but the Eagles uh, certainly have perfected it uh, with with Jason Kelsey. I mean, the guy is an incredible athlete playing center. Um if the Kansas City Chiefs can solve that from a weak side run standpoint and make Jalen Hurts throw the football uh, and be prolific, that's where they have a chance. I think mistakes, Kansas City is going to have to have mistakes. They're going to have to generate some type of turnovers. They're going to have to um, because the Eagles, I, I think they just have too much offense. Um, and if they are mistake-free, then they might walk away with this football game. The big thing that determined the game in San Francisco-Philadelphia today, beside the injury to quarterback Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. It was the performance in the red zone where right. when Philadelphia, you know, it was a look, it was a struggle against an elite San Francisco defense, which you and I both expected. Mm-hmm. It's kind of why we like the 49ers. Right. Once Philadelphia, though, found their way into the red zone and, and were able to scheme plays and spread the field in the moments that really mattered, I mean, they were getting massive gaps around the edges. You're now taking on a Kansas City defense that was brutal in the red zone this year. Mm-hmm. Again, it's another edge I, I point to Philadelphia, and it's why we'll get into this more when we talk the. 49ers Eagles, you know, the the overall reaction to that, but two statements can be true. I mean, Philadelphia got incredibly fortunate with the way the game played out today for a number of reasons right. that we'll dive into in our next hour. At the same time, I would have power rated San Francisco number one and Philadelphia number two of the four teams left in the conference championship games with KC three and Cincinnati four coming in. And it was a pretty like a you know, two, two and a half point gap I would have made it. Mm-hmm. Which is why at Pickham or one, that obviously would be my play, giving giving Philadelphia 
all those things, that probably adds up to worthy of a bet if you're getting a number of only one. Uh, would I be running to the window to bet that now at two and a half? No way. Uh, if you miss that early line move and it's, it's happened within the first hour of the line being out, uh, probably not worth trying to chase that number. We'll see. I'm sure there's going to be some support on Kansas City with how public of a team they are as the two weeks goes on. But from my initial power ratings, there's a lot more edges for Philadelphia than there would be for Kansas City. The big edge yeah. for KC is quarterback. You've got a legend right. in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, like I, I mentioned this before, I'm not a power ranking guy. I, I think this is like too random for me anyway. I get, I, oh, I get it. I, you know, and like, um, and what I just saw today, I mean, obviously the Eagles look unstoppable. I mean, the last two games that they played in the playoffs, they destroyed their opponent, right? Uh, every every break went has gone their way. I mean, it's incredible. It's uncanny, really. But I, the Chiefs have been there and done that, you know, and Andy Reid against his former team and all this stuff. I mean, there, there's... I think there's some other factors to think about, though, for this report. You know Reed is going to go into the bag of tricks. <laughs> and we have two weeks now to break that all down. When we come back, it's the final hour of the Pro Football Blitz. We'll start with our recaps from earlier today as we continue here on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.